Hey y'all and welcome back to the Dear Teenage Girl podcast. I'm here with Sophie. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for having me again. No problem. Thanks for joining me. Um, it's honestly so of much course. fun being on this podcast with you. <laughs> so for sure. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Life is going fast, I feel like, even though COVID and stuff. My life's just kind of busy. So, how about you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, life is very busy and stressful. I was supposed to have a yes. math exam coming up, but thank goodness he decided <sighs> that he would not give us a math exam. He'll give us a project instead. So that's nice because Ooh, I do not like <laughs> exams. I feel that. Yeah, I agree. So, today we are going to be doing part two of our relationship podcast. So, for part two, we decided to look at a good, healthy, and godly relationship with our families. A good, healthy relationship is definitely a good thing to have, especially if you're going to be living with your family (laughs) 24-7. That's really true. But without further ado, let's get into it. So I grew up in a pretty big family, and sure, I know that some people have an even bigger family than me, but seven people definitely is not a small family by any means. So just like I said, there are seven people in my family. I have three sisters, one brother, and my mom and dad. I do enjoy living in a big family, but like everything, it has its pros and cons. Just because I'm blessed to live in a Christian family does not mean we get along 100% of the time. Yes. So I have um, a sister, a younger sister who is 15 and a younger brother who is 11. So I'm the oldest. (laughs) And then my mom and dad. And yeah, I totally agree with your last statement that we are a Christian family. We all live together. And my dad's the youth pastor, but we definitely don't get along all the time. And I think that's any family. Yeah, I mean, when you're living with the same people for 18 years or more of your life, you are not always going to get along with them. There are definitely some people in my family that I relate to more and some people who not as much, but I still love them all. So in this episode, we are not trying to tell you that you need to change everyone in your family to make everyone perfect. We also don't want you to feel that because you are a Christian, you cannot disagree with anyone in your family. In this episode, we want to encourage you to focus on God and to encourage you to help your family focus on God. And the more and more you focus on Him and live the way He asks us to, um, your life will become closer and closer to Him and your family will become closer. So let's start off by talking a little bit of how, how we should treat our parents. In the Bible, it says multiple times that we need to honor and respect our parents. Ephesians 1 says... Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. You can also see other passages like this in Leviticus, Exodus, Deuteronomy, Proverbs, 1 Timothy, and definitely you can find it in a lot more places. God gives instructions for us to obey. They are often pictures of his loving relationship with the church. When God instructs children to obey their parents, it is a picture or symbolizes how the church should be obeying God, their Heavenly Father. We cannot do that in our own strength, but in the Lord. So because we are sharing these thoughts with you does not mean we follow this all the time. 
No, it doesn't. We all make mistakes, but let's take a look at, about how we can respect our parents more. So one thing you can do is memorize a verse that you like about respecting your parents. That is a good one. I definitely find that whenever I really take time to memorize a verse, then it really stays with me throughout the day. Exactly. What memorizing this verse will do is it will start to help you apply its truths into your life. So whenever you don't agree with what your parents are saying and want to talk back, this verse will replay in your head and then it will hopefully help you to remember that they are your parents and that you need to respect them, even if you don't agree with them. I'm someone who is very opinionated and prone to talking back and will <laughs> fight back whenever I feel wronged. These characteristics can be nice because then I don't let people walk all over me. But of course, there are also cons to the way I am. And one thing that I'm trying to do in order not to talk back and be disrespectful to my parents is I will bite my tongue. Oh, yeah, kind of like the old saying where it says to bite your exactly. tongue. Exactly. <laughs> Sometimes I do find it hard not to fight back with my parents, but I know that it is a sin because God calls us to be respectful to our parents. So if I'm about to have, like, word vomit, I try reciting a verse, <laughs> but if that doesn't work, I will literally bite my tongue and I will not stop biting my tongue until I feel that my frustration is gone and I won't end up saying something I f regret. <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> yeah working on respecting my parents is definitely a big struggle for me and I'm going to learn a lot through this podcast it is helping me a lot right now so thirdly I would definitely pray prayer is key it's like our secret weapon that's so true so right now god says that there's a spiritual battle going on all around us that we cannot see but what we know is that satan does not want us to be living our lives for christ and he definitely does not want us to be obeying christ so he will try to get you to fight with your parents because he knows that that might be a weakness for you and he also knows that by making you fight with your parents then you're not obeying god Satan knows your weaknesses, and he knows that he can make you sin. He is constantly fighting to get your heart. Why? It's not because he loves you in any way. It's because he wants to steal, kill, and destroy. He wants to steal your heart from honoring God. He wants to kill your eternal life, and he wants to destroy your relationship with God. So because Satan wants to destroy your relationship with your family, he will start telling you lies. Maybe you are on the brink of fighting with your parents and you feel wronged by them. Satan will whisper in your ear telling you that they are not treating you right and that you need to start standing up for yourself. And by itself, standing up for yourself is good. You shouldn't allow anyone to walk all over you. But in this case, if standing up for yourself will result in sinning and disrespecting your parents... Um, I would suggest just praying. As we said earlier, prayer is our secret weapon against Satan. Because God always hears us and answers our prayer, it might not be right away. But if you are constantly praying over your relationship with your parents, I am positive God will help you. But when you pray, make sure you are not praying for the other person to change. You might be right and you may notice that your one parent may be temperamental and have too much pride or another parent doesn't listen the way you want them to but those problems are between them and the Lord try and apply the saying of taking the log out of your own eye before you take out the speck out of someone else's when you're praying pray that God will change your heart pray that even if you feel like your parents are being unfair that you will not be filled with anger and want to fight back but you will listen to them respectfully 
and then pray that God will present the right time to respectfully address your concerns with your parents. Prayer is so powerful. And when you pray and your heart starts to change, maybe your parents will start to notice that and begin to change as well. I definitely believe that memorizing a verse that tells you to respect your parents, biting your tongue, and if you feel word vomit coming up, prayer will really help you honor your parents. One more point for honoring your parents is to try and build a stronger relationship with them. Definitely. You may already have a strong relationship with your family, or maybe you don't. Either way, I strongly believe that you should start building a relationship with them. One way to strengthen your relationship with your parents is spending time with them. I mean, I am so busy between school, work, working on this podcast, but I always make sure that I set some time apart to hang out with my parents. Yeah, that's definitely really good. So with my dad, I will watch a show with him, and then after that, Sometimes we will even have some time to talk. My dad and I also travel together a lot. So on those long car rides, I make sure that I'm not watching my downloaded Netflix all the time, but I also have a good conversation with him. But for my mom, we like to talk every night and tell each other about our day. Yeah, for sure. I think car rides are a great time to talk and become closer. So usually when I'm going to work, that's like a great time to just, you know, have some quiet time to talk about things that you haven't been able to mm-hmm. in a while. Yeah, so um, my dad and I will go on walks together sometimes, and then my mom and I will cook or bake some um, sometimes as well. And just as a whole family, we like to play games or watch movies. Yeah, definitely lots of quality mm-hmm. time. Spending time with your parents is so important, and maybe when you start to spend time with your parents, you can see how much they do for you and how much they love you. Definitely. Once you realize how much you love them, you will start to grow respect for them even more. And then hopefully you both can begin to grow a mutual respect for each other. Now, after knowing all these steps and hopefully applying them to your life, your relationship with your parents will not be perfect. You will still have your moments of wanting to fight back, but hopefully these steps will help you. So one, realize that disrespecting your parents is wrong. Two, help prevent you from disrespecting your parents. And three, help you to build a relationship with your parents so you can mutually respect each other. So I definitely think that spending time with your family is critical. It definitely is hard, especially when you're already juggling so much like work, school, homework, and so many other things. Lots of that. For sure. And then there's youth group, podcast, and the list just goes on and on. But spending time with your family is so important to maintain a healthy relationship with them. And you know what I just realized? It's (laughs) not that long until we're going away to university and college. Oh my gosh, that's only like a year or so away. (laughs) Exactly. I was just thinking about that and like wondering how my siblings are going to remember me. Are they going to remember me as the fun girl that would always want to hang out with them or the sister that they could always talk to? Or am I just going to be the girl who was never home and when she was, she was always in her room doing homework? I really hope it's the first one because I feel like I really try to spend time with my siblings, but of course I have a busy schedule. And so even though I am not home a lot and I'm in my room doing homework I just really hope that they remember me as the fun sibling who when they could could spend as much time as them that's so true I 
really haven't thought about that a lot, you know, because it just kind of seems like it's so far off, but it's really yeah. not. Wow, yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, it's a lot closer than sometimes I think. Yeah. So in my family, there's some big age gaps. So as I said in the last episode, if you're listening or if you already know this, I'm 16 years old. Um, and so my brother is 14. And so that's not bad because there's two years. But then with my sister and I, there's four years because she's 12. And then my other sister is nine and my other sister is five. And so I'm honestly going to say that my siblings and I right now are not super, super close because they're a lot younger than me. But I still want to make sure that they know that they're loved. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my sister, Ailey, is just a year and a half younger than me. So we're pretty close. But then um, my brother, Frank, is 11. We're So we're all kind of similar in age. Uh, but yeah, just at the end of the day, you kind of realize how it fast it all went by and how little interaction you had with them. And yeah. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> I love how you're so close in age with your sister and I love my family and it but it definitely would be nice to have some of my age. So is there anything that your family does to bring you closer together? Um I guess I like how you said you and your mom kind of talk about your day at, um at, in the evening before like you go to bed and so sometimes me and my sister will do that just kind of sit down and make sure that we're both doing That's okay. So nice. What's all new going on the night? Yeah. So that's kind of what we try to do. But, you know, there's always those crazy nights. But just attempting to have, like, a family dinner every once in a while. You know, everyone mm-hmm. at the table, which can be tricky. But those are always yeah. really nice. So for my family, we started doing, like, this family Thursday. And so every Thursday, um, we actually, once we get home from school, we have to hand in our phones. And so... Um, we're not allowed to go on our phones for the whole night. So if anyone needs to contact us and they actually have to call us. And then we just have like this nice big family night where we like we'll play games together and just hang out with each other. And so maybe one night we will all watch a movie or the next night we'll play ping pong. But I just think that it's really fun and important. And then like you say, we try to have as many like family dinners um, together as possible. So we most nights we end up eating family we end up eating dinner together as a family but um yeah definitely we cannot do that for breakfast because we're so busy (laughs) yeah for sure that's so fun though I really like that idea I think that's really important especially with the electronics just putting them away because they're such an Mm -hmm. easy distraction that's so sweet (laughs) yeah it's definitely nice to have that one night a week to set apart to just be with my family and hang out together without distractions of electronics Yeah, I would say that should be point one. So point one of having a stronger relationship with your family, saying a time aside where you and your family know that that is when you are going to hang out. Yes, I definitely think that setting specific time each week is amazing because then you know, okay, that is when I can take my study break or that is when I won't hang out with my friends. And so I'm not saying that you have to go to the extreme of like handing in your electronics and you can't go on your electronics. But I just think that it's so important just to spend that one night a week with your family. With a family, everyone usually has very, very busy schedules. So hanging out all the time is hard. But if you set apart 
aside when you will all play a game or talk. They'll really build your relationship up further with your family. Exactly. Step two, treat your family like they are your friends. I believe the reason a lot of families are not close is because they start to treat their siblings like they're like that pesky siblings that's like always getting on your nerves and then and that you don't have the time of day for them. But God gave us siblings to be there for each other. Um, just someone that we can lean on and someone that we always know that can have each other's back. And siblings aren't given to us just to bother us all the time. Oh, yeah, I totally agree. When you are with your friends, most of the time, the things they do, they don't bother you. But when your sibling does something that your friend that your friend did, it might really annoy you. Why? <laughs> Just because they're your yeah. sibling. Oftentimes, your sibling does annoy you and does push your buttons sometimes. And so then you start to push them away. But if you start treating your siblings like you would a friend, you might stop stop pushing them away and you might actually become closer to them. So to make your sibling more like a friend, one, don't let the little things they do bother you. Two, ask them to hang out with you, either as a group or just one-on-one. Three, make sure when you are spending time with them, it is quality time. Make sure they know that they are special to you because because when they know that, they might start acting like a friend and less like a pesky sibling. And lastly, four, tell them they are you, that you are always there for them and follow through because once they know that they can talk to you and they can start initiating it and you can help each other grow as a person and Amen. grow them. and who knows you may find out about your family when you do this maybe your sibling is going through depression anxiety or maybe they're in the middle of a toxic relationship and you don't know this because you never took the time of day to get to know him or her Hmm. Yeah, your siblings are humans too, and they probably desire a relationship with you too. But if you initiate it and start treating them like a friend and meet them in the middle, they will start reaching out to you. And before you know it, become best friends. So I definitely have a lot of friends and they have siblings that are in college or university. And I also know a lot of people say that um, when they were kids, they weren't really close with their siblings and they didn't really like their siblings. But now that... um, they're in college and university then they actually become really close and they become like best friends but i don't know i just don't understand why we have to start becoming friends with our siblings when we're adults and we can't just start being friends with them now yeah being friends with them doesn't mean you can never have time away from them but it does mean that you always have someone you can hang out with rely on talk to and look up to And what's even better is that that person lives with you and are there for you all the time. And you don't have to, like, go to that person's house. They're just down the hall from you. So you just prance into their room and you can talk to them. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Lastly, I would say just pray over your siblings. Definitely. Guys, I literally cannot stress this enough. Prayer is so important. It is the answer to everything you know how often in sunday school um the sunday school teacher will ask a question and so everyone's like raising their hand and they're like "Ooh, ooh, jesus jesus and it's like you say that like oh the typical sunday school answer is jesus because if you say jesus there's like a 99.9 percent chance that you got the question wrong 
And this, <laughs> I mean, no, not wrong. <laughs> There's a 99.9% chance you got the question right because Jesus has answered everything. And the same way, prayer is the answer to everything. No matter what you're going through, prayer can always answer. Yes. And when you pray for someone and their spiritual walk and you pray that you will become closer, God will grant, likely grant your pray- prayer. <laughs> We're going to be honest. Your siblings are still going to get on your nerves. That's just what siblings do. You definitely will not always get along. But just remember 1 Corinthians 13. It says love is patient and love is kind. Hmm. Yeah. And you love your siblings no matter mm-hmm. how much they bug you. How irritating they can be no matter what they do. They, you but just remember them. what the Bible says about love. Love is patient, whether it is patience and waiting until your family becomes close, close, whether it is patience and biting your tongue when you have to, when you want to talk back to your parents, or whether it's patience when your siblings are being aggravating. Love is patient. Pray for patience. Love is also kind. We need to be kind to our parents, honoring them, obeying them. We also need to be kind to our siblings, making sure that we are building them up instead of tearing them down. Love does not envy. As the oldest child, I can see how my parents are not as strict with my younger siblings, but we should never envy them over that and let that get the best of us. Love does not boast. We have all wanted to boast to our siblings. I know I've given my fair shares of, haha, I didn't get in trouble and you did looks. <laughs> that doesn't build each other up. When we boast, we end up pushing each other away. So why do we do that? Love is not proud. Don't be so proud that you push others away. Don't become too proud that you think you are better than your siblings and therefore don't have time to hang out with them. Jesus humbled himself for us. We should humble ourselves and hang out with our siblings no matter how young or annoying they may seem to be. Love does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. Love does not dishonor others. We know that we shouldn't dishonor our parents. But what about our younger siblings? Are they not under us? No, they aren't. They should not be dishonored. Anyone, we should not dishonor anyone in our families because then we aren't loving them. Why? Are we doing this because we are self-centered and want control? Or do we desire to be God-centered and give him the control? It is not, it is not easily angered. If we get angry with our siblings and parents, then we are not loving them the way that we should. We need to learn to love our family no matter their flaws or ours. We need to pray that we will grow together through our mistakes instead of pushing each other away and getting angry. Love keeps no record of wrong. Yes, our parents will wrong us because they are humans and make mistakes. Our siblings will make us mad and they will even hurt us at times. And we will even make mistakes. But we need to forgive always and never hold a grudge because forgiving one another no matter what... Oh. <clears throat> but forgiving one uh, another oh. no matter what. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices in the truth. Don't let sin get a foothold in your relationship with your family. Instead, rejoice that God gave you each other. Love protects. No matter the situation, protect your siblings. Never talk poorly about them. And if someone else does, stand up for your family. Protect them physically, emotionally, and spiritually. 
Love trust. Make sure that you build trust with your family so that you never, ever have to doubt them in any circumstance. You can have their back. lastly, love hope. Love hopes. Right now, you may not be close with your family. Or maybe you are close, but you're still not where you want to be. Love hopes. We have sure hope in God. And as we learn to live God-centered lives and love him above all else, we will see how he is working in us and around us. Love preserves. God is love and God preserves his children. We should honor him and love him and he will preserve you and bless you. With God loving through us in Jesus Christ, we will preserve a right relationship with our families. And lastly, love never fails. And now these three remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. We just need to love God in our family. And once we start loving them, and I mean really 1 Corinthians 13 loving them, that's when you can see the change. That's when you can become close with your family. And so right now, I just want to pray over my family and all of your family right now. Lord, you are so good. You are amazing. Thank you for making me. Thank you for making my family. Lord, thank you for giving me my family. And thank you for giving everyone out there their family, Lord. But where you have blessed us, that is where the devil wants to destroy. And right now, he is destroying a lot of family. He distracts them and put wedges in between them. And he encourages us to hold grudges. But Lord, you are so powerful and mighty. or way stronger than the devil. You won this war and you will continue to win against the devil. But I pray over everyone's family who hears this. I pray that they will not just hear this message, but they would apply it to their lives. I pray over these families that they would become closer to you. And as a result of becoming closer to you, I pray that they become closer to each other. I pray that they would love one another no matter what, because love never fails. Thank you so much that you love us. Amen. Amen. Wow, guys, loving God and your family through everything is the most important part of this message. And also, I want to say that if you are struggling with your relationship with your family, also check your relationship with God, because when you start to have a closer relationship with God, that is the foundation of all relationships to come. And if you want to learn how to have a relationship with God or strengthen your relationship with God, make sure you listen to our last podcast episode. We just want to say we love you and we will keep praying over everyone. If you ever need advice, feel free to DM us on Instagram at Dear Teenage Girl. We love you. Wait, should we count down? Sure. One, two, okay. three. We love, we love you all. <laughs> Cringy. <laughs> okay, you count. Just kidding. Okay. <clears throat> One, two, three. We love We you love all. you all. <laughs> hey y'all thank you so 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 much for listening to our podcast episode if you haven't listened to any other episodes make sure you guys go listen to it and just stay tuned every wednesday at five o'clock when we'll be posting more episodes so next week our episode is going to be on relationships with friends so that's something that you should not miss and also if you ever have any questions or if you ever have any suggestions for upcoming episodes please dm us at our on our instagram as dear teenage girl and also feel free to follow us on tiktok which is also dear teenage girl have an amazing week see you next week